Aloha, and welcome to the Alphabet Theater. My name is John Gaffer, I'm your host today. I'm joined by the always accommodating Davey Gravy. Hey, y'all. The absolutely adorable Billy Best Boy. The alliteration. <laughs> and the Amish antagonizer himself, Ryan Ryder. Oh, that's me, and I, I actually really, I was like, I hated this bit up until then. Yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> Want me back. <laughs> uh, so, last episode, we all selected a movie, put it on a wheel, we spun that wheel, and we were given a movie. That movie was Ad Astra. <sighs> How's everybody feel? Everyone watched it, first of all, right? Yeah, yeah. I established that on times. the recording, everyone watched it. We did watch it. How many times did everyone watch it? So, I watched it twice. The whole way through? Yes. Wow. But. You are a soldier. I will sir. say, I watched it the second time on YouTube, and I watched it at two times speed. <laughs> well, one and, a half, one and a half times speed. I don't know if I count that, but. I think, so, uh, I was discussing this a bit with Billy. Uh, I think it actually, there was a different experience watching it at one and a half no times No kidding. Speed. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a bad experience. Yeah, obviously. Well, I'm sure the, it probably one of the, be. One of the like, largest yeah. problems of the movie is the it, pacing. It just took oh, its time getting the, everywhere. The yeah. second time I watched it, I watched it uh, where I could see what minute and second I was at the whole time. <laughs> and that, I think, made it worse. Oh, uh, because I, would, like, I made it halfway, slow. and that's when I was like, oh. This is pretty far down in my notes, but I do have written down that I was not a fan of the pacing. And I noted at an hour and 35 minutes was when I became invested in the plot. <laughs> so they're like up until that point, really didn't care. So Ad Astra is a 2019 film starring Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones, and it's directed by a man called yeah. James Gray. Starring Tommy Lee Jones, quote unquote. And I'd like to say somewhere around an hour and a half is when I realized I'd invested that much of my time into this movie. <laughs> wow. Different experiences there. <laughs> Sounds like none of us really enjoyed it. Yeah. Was there anyone who came away from it and was like, yes, Ad Astra? I think that there are parts of it where I'm like, yes, Ad Astra. But then there's also parts of it, like an hour and a half of it, where I'm like, oh, Ad Astra. I 100% agree. I, I think there were parts of it I liked on their own, but collectively as a whole, there was a large... There was like one line I think I liked. Oh, yeah? Wow. <laughs> Do you remember that line right now? Uh, vaguely. Okay. This isn't verbatim, but when they were on the moon, and he's like, we left the Earth to come here to do the exact same crap we did on the Earth. Yeah. yeah. We're just destroyers of worlds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he and says we're like, world, oh, world eaters. eaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I only remember that because it's a, like a weird... That's a great reference. line. It's kind of. Yeah. Mm. But this movie still sucks. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It starts off trying to make a point with a commercial. Like, I think the commercialism... Like, that, yeah. that gets... I love how we start off right from the start off because I've got complaints immediately. <laughs> oh, let's about, go. About the commercialism? No, about the freaking space... Antenna. Okay, so yeah, okay. like that's the premise oh, yes. of the movie. Kind of, it starts off with this. I wrote down space antenna. Well, mm -hmm. it's like yeah. the world. They're in a desperate place, and they're they're sort of going for this like hail mary option of like we got to find someone smarter than us to fix all our problems. <laughs> it's even worse than that. What? And this is just me and my like yeah. being able to invest in the movie. What world would be like? Yeah, let's put a giant antenna on Earth. Because first I'm like, oh, it's exploding and they're falling. Gravity in space. That doesn't make sense. And so, then I realized the antenna is yeah. actually attached to the planet. Right. This gigantic, yeah. freaking at least 20 square mile accommodating thing is now attached to Earth. 
a giant eyesore if I ever heard of one. And I'm like, oh, I'm already off. Like, I hated it so much seeing <laughs> they that. They don't spend antenna. a lot of time getting into the logistics of the space antenna either. Like, yeah. They kind of like just write that. They're like, space antenna. Okay. Look, we've got a base on the moon. Space antenna. We've got space stations in outer space. They even spend so space long. antenna. Like the the opening is him basically describing himself as, as an astronaut, and then his job is not him in, in space. <laughs> it's he's he's of an he's just really high up in the atmosphere, right. and yeah. also like oh the wor- the world's in this like constant state of war. But somehow someone has billions upon billions of dollars to build a space antenna. But nobody like... ever messes with the space antenna because that's sacred water. Right. Like... The, the moon is literally at, at a constant state of war somehow, but nobody's trying to bomb the space Lola. antenna. We yeah. can wait. We're jumping ahead to yeah, the moon war because yeah, yeah. I got let's, complaints let's, about let's, that too. Yeah, the moon, the whole moon situation is. All, I'm going to go off on the moon situation, but <laughs> I want to like the space, antenna, the space antenna. The space antenna part sets up a lot of the rest of the movie, and a lot of the setup it does is really dumb. Uh, it's it's just up, not believable. It sets up. We wouldn't do that. Yeah, well, it's well, it sets up Roy as a character, Brad, really Pitt, Brad Pitt's character, to have social anxiety. He talks about how like he doesn't want people talking to him. He doesn't like people touching him. He's like talks about being a, like a third person perspective of his own body, like while he's walking through the space antenna. I actually rewound that part because I, the way he de- delivers the dialogue of "Don't touch me," like he says, "Please don't touch me." It's in his head. Yeah, it's not out loud. But he also kind of like moves his body, but he never actually says out loud, "Don't touch me." And yeah. It, I rewound it because I wanted to know if he actually said that out loud. Like, if that was a character trait of his, that he would tell someone that out Well, I think but they, he never does. they want you to, early on, invest in the idea that you are going to have to see it through his physical actions in this movie. Like, they might voice over some, but you're also going to have to get a lot of this from how Brad Pitt acts. Which is weird, because, like, to me, I wrote this down because it's a weird, like kind of they're, they're kind of these ideas are at odds with each other that they hire like part of his character is that he has an exceptionally low heart rate like he's unusually calm super cool and like that's why he's he's ideal for a lot of this space work but he also self-describes as being socially anxious eyes always on the door like doesn't like being around people doesn't like being touched like that to me does not is not a person with a low heart rate like in social conditions that doesn't mean that that is a person with anxiety not a person who is like i'm cool with every scenario which he was throughout the movie but it was just i don't under, i didn't really understand why they set that up in until, the beginning because it doesn't play out until the later stakes in the movie. got kind of high then he actually did start breaking yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll And, and also, <laughs> it, it begins, the movie begins, with a Brad Pitt monologue, uh, of which I wish I had a counter, because... Oh, yeah, there's a lot of them. I wrote them down in my notes as monologue, and if you go through, it's just monologue, monologue, monologue. Yeah. He just talks to himself this whole movie. Right. There's a lot Starting of Starting from the get-go, Again, they want and you to ends. invest in that monologue. And it's... And, like... If they were good, it would make sense. But even this first one isn't that good. Like a lot yeah, of them he's not don't, that deep of a person. Yeah, a lot of them don't really connect to later. Like I feel like they're not uh, unless I'm just like totally missing it. Like I feel like they just a lot of them don't end up playing out later in the movie. They don't pay off. Yeah, and also he doesn't know what's happening. Like he's in the dark still at this point in the movie. He has oh, no like he still believes oh, yeah. his dad is a hero. Yeah, which like, well, I want to talk been, about that. The later. world's just been brainwashed essentially. So yeah. anyway, so <laughs> continuing on from the space antenna, which was a terrible idea. The, the whole surge. space antenna seems well, to I just... I think we should talk about the surge, since we're all... Right. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the... First off, it looks gorgeous. It does. The yeah. whole like, movie? Large parts of the movie large, look yes. really good. Yeah. At one and a half times speed, they look really when good, When the surge went <laughs> off, 
it was very pretty to look at. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was a cool um, scene. The idea here is that like he, I think I don't know if we ever actually said, but Brad, like Roy, Brad Pitt's character is just a guy who like fixes stuff on the outside of the antenna. So he's like basically spacewalking all day, but he's not actually in space. He's like in high or Earth yeah. atmosphere, yeah. and. Uh, He's out there to fix something, and he's out there for like thirty seconds and before. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like it sets him up as this like one of a kind character. It does with yeah, this like low resting heart rate, which makes him perfect for the job. But then there's like thirty other guys out there doing the same thing. Yeah, but in reality, like we come around to find out that all that resting heart rate doesn't crap matter. doesn't mean anything because yeah, right, he's picked matter. for this job for another reason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think that it had to do necessarily with the space antenna people, but. Like, again, it doesn't really... It doesn't pay out anywhere. Yeah. Um, they just want yeah. you to know that Brad Pitt talks to himself a lot and works in space. Yeah. And seems like a calm dude. <laughs> yeah, he seems... Yeah, I don't know. Emphasis on the word seems. His whole... It's less calm and more just, like... Like, he's not there. It seems right. like he, he just doesn't, doesn't care. care about he checks out. Yeah, yeah. yeah his, his character is very time. checked out the entire movie, it seems like. Yeah. Even at the... Yeah, we'll get to that later, but... <laughs> so, in the beginning, he, he is actually describing himself like that, but... In the way that the film is showing it, uh, his wife, who's played by Liv Tyler, in the background, is like uh, oh, out of yeah. focus, right? And I it's like, thought okay, she was we... dead. Like for most, she just left. I thought that I just forgot that she, about her. Like he much. was thinking think about he her as that. a memory. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he was. I think the. The, like that storyline is told dead. obviously I out of order, see. but I think that the idea there is that he was a he was not in a very attentive partner, and she left him. I feel like it right. all comes around to the main uh, point they're trying to make, which you get later in the movie when he gets his revelations with what happens that I don't want to spoil because you might want to watch this. Well, I mean, at this point, we will spoil it later. Yeah, but so yeah. You, like <laughs> you if you want to watch might. this movie, you should watch it now rather than. Uh, you probably should have watched it before right. pressing play. Maybe or yeah. go watch it. Because we definitely would have convinced you. <laughs> yes. I would recommend that, probably. <clears throat> anyway, so the surge happens. He's on this antenna, and the surge hits the antenna, and he starts to see people falling, and then he falls from the antenna. And it's gorgeous to see the surge. It looks like people are going to start dying, and then suddenly he has a parachute, and everybody else is dying. So I want to bring, I want to stop there for a second, because when he actually, so he doesn't fall, he lets go. Like, yeah, he yeah. actually actively jumps, because I think there's, the antenna's exploding above him. Yes. But from his perspective, when he's falling, it looks like it exploded, like, stories Sit. above him. Like, he could have stayed where he was sitting, and he probably would have been fine. I, I think he actually does something to maybe try and mitigate damage, because when he, like, sees he everything exploding, power, he yeah, he cuts power, and I think maybe that's trying to stop more damage going further down. See, I thought I saw the damage coming down. Maybe so. it does. It does. I, it he definitely like does push It seems like it stopped, but it also he then is like tumbling over well, and over. I got over, the so impression that even though he pushed himself off, the explosion was close enough to give him that extra... And that could be true, too, yeah. ...propel to make him spin out of control. But the parachute... Uh, again, I think the, sh the movie did a, a bad job at explaining... What he Anything. was, because in my mind, I was always thinking of a as an astronaut, and then he's on top of an antenna, but in the upper atmosphere. So it's like they're still like playing off I mean, as a, a spacewalk. He I is an astronaut, right? But yeah. I don't think an astronaut. But at this would point in time, he's basically maintenance crew. Like, yeah, I, and all, uh, his suit had in a orbit. Parachute. It exists in a, in a place in between. Like also, it's important to mention the company he works for is not the U.S. government. It's Spacecom, which is like right. a which is a a is sold as a corporation. So yeah, it's like. 
he exists in a weird middle ground between guy who is a contractor and guy who is an actual astronaut. I think they tried to paint it like there was a lot of that gray middle ground, but they, again, don't explain that either. Yeah, they just kind of let that up for you to be like, okay, I'll, I assume that that's true. Also, the movie uh, is set, at the very beginning, they tell you the near future. The near future. But it, it's, <laughs> yes. it is actually 100 years in our current future is when it actually comes oh, okay. out. I mean, that's near Just to clarify. Yeah. yeah. It, it is I'll near enough, enough, right? Yeah. Some movies would set their thing 2,000 years and call that their future, and it seems pretty similar today. This one, 100 years out, it didn't seem that far-fetched. No. I mean, other than the, there's other a giant the space antenna. antenna. Yeah. 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 Uh, which, I mean, there are people, there are famous uh, uh, scientists who have, like, theorized, like, who have had the ideas of, like, space elevators and stuff like that, of where it would just be more practical to literally build a thing that goes from here to the moon. But I don't think, I, I think that always pans out as, like, nope, just don't do that. Just maybe don't do that. It's not a good idea. It's just a thing that's going to definitely get destroyed. Well, we can. Like, I'm kind of a fan of, like, astronautical crap. Yeah, I know that's a great word. Mm. Um, and I know that we've got so much debris flying around our planet from all the crap we just sent up there. Really you couldn't build something from here to the moon. It would eventually be hit by be all of our... Yeah. yeah. Maybe when engineering it, they could prepare for that, you know? Yeah, let's just scoop all the crap out of this guy. Well, I just mean like... I mean, thousands upon thousands I mean, of miles an hour. Like, they can't or else they would because yeah. it's caused people, space people travel put, uh, issue now. You know, cow pushers yeah. on the front of a train. Just a satellite pusher on a space elevator. <laughs> oh, man, let me get that job. <laughs> that would be the cow uh, pusher. Yeah, that would be the space cow pusher. Yeah, why not? So, he falls all the way down. and then He parachutes also and lives. Yeah, which he... they. <laughs> he he has to like call in to get his nitrogen levels changed so he doesn't lose consciousness, which I thought was kind of weird. Mid flight, he's like, uh, "Oh, I didn't know that. What, I didn't think they were adjusting that dynamically. I think he was just telling them. Yeah. Oh, he was just telling them. Like, like, yeah, I'm falling and I'm trying my hardest not to pass out, and it's rough because I'm, you know, spinning okay. around. See, shit. I didn't even think he was telling them that. I again thought that was he's his voiceover. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, he said. Stuff. I think he says. Uh, and I only because I just rewatched this again last night. He says like this is uh, I don't even know if he says Roy or whatever. He says something to Spacecom, and he's like reporting his situation, and he's like I'm trying to stop the tumble, which I think he eventually does because he like he flattens he out. out. Yeah, yeah. Enough, enough to pull the parachute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which it then gets pierced by falling in debris. Only one. Yeah, two. in like a one, small two. Pieces, yeah. Okay, but is it still? It one, one moderately big one. One. I feel like kind of just not torn enough to really. I'm not yeah, an expert on parachutes, but it seems like yeah, it seems like it shouldn't have been so much. For of a the problem. most parts, like most of those parachutes are overkill. Like all you really need are those circle parachutes. So the ones that you can steer have a lot of overkill on. Yeah, like, I think he could have lived the fall. Well, but I did. do think he should have been in the hospital for a lot longer. Like it's maybe some. I think it's. Legs. I feel like it. I feel like he slowed down enough that it. Went yeah, rewatching it again, yeah. like when he, he actually hits the ground, it seems like it's not a dramatic. He sort of just like yeah, yeah. He, rolls yeah. Into it. he does. He does what you're supposed to do when parachuting. So yeah, he's fine or as fine as can be. Yeah, they don't really spend too much time on his recovery. Yeah, and then we are immediately jumped on to the next plot point. Yeah, which is... Uh, which, another running theme of this movie, I feel like. Yeah, so it's just kind of like... Like, here's the moon, boom. Here's the Mars, boom. <laughs> Snap cut, the next fun thing. Who is it specifically that, like, calls him into the next the next scene, the next plot point? So this is when we... So is this when we meet When Pruitt? you were saying about... So is uh, Spacecom... It's not... U.S. government affiliate. I don't. I'm not sure. Like well, because I, they have rankings. Oh, he like, goes to the interview next. They do, but there are other. Like I mean, Blackwater has rankings. Like okay, so. like mercenary organizations do that too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess it's not clear. Also, I I think it's sort of 
my guess is that he was previously in the military, got into the rank as major, retired, but you're still a major post-retirement. Okay. So I guess I'm not clear, because I think also his dad also was working for Spacecom when he was lost out there? Yes. Also, the setup, I don't know if we actually said that. His dad went missing in space... uh, when 16, he was 16. Like we were gonna... Right. Oh, okay. We didn't, we didn't quite get to, was tw- yeah. get to leave yeah. All right, maybe I'm jumping the shark there on that one. Um, well, he gets... I mean, we're kind of at he that point. He calls in for, yeah, the interview and the yeah, debriefing, right. the, basically. The, yeah. And they Where? ask him for details or what he knows about a thing called the Lima Project, which is uh, what his dad uh, basically went into space for. It's the first manned uh, mission to the outer parts of our solar system. The heliosphere, it's speci- as it was referred to. Specifically to with Neptune. the intent of locating an intellectual life outside of humanity, like to find, to find other other life. Basically, because the movie doesn't explain a whole heck of a lot, they do explain this, that if you get to Neptune, you reach the heliosphere, which is the edge of the sun's interference with the technologies, and that way they would be able to sense if there was other things out there, which Tommy Lee Jones' character believed implicitly that they would find life out there. It was like his whole identity, basically, in this movie. Dedicated his whole life and career to the idea that, like, basically, like you said, but wholeheartedly believed 100% that there was mm-hmm. no other way there could not it be life out there. It wasn't if we'll find it, it's when we find right. it. Right. Uh, and I don't know if it comes up in that portion. Is it made public knowledge that he's dealing with antimatter, or is that only... I think, you don't I think based on the later. fact that the Lima Project was... So he does, I know that the... Yeah, they think it could be. They know that something's coming from the area where his ship was headed. So I know, well, when they when they do debrief him and they say, hey, okay, so basically they tell they tell Roy, we think your dad's alive. We think that we think there's a chance he's still out there alive because the surges that we've been experiencing, the ones that caused your fall, are coming from Neptune. Are coming from right out, like yeah, right where he got lost, and they're we're pretty sure they're caused by antimatter, which he was experimenting. Well, yeah, it was actually powering. Oh, okay, so that's which I mean, spoilers. We later find out was like an act of sabotage against Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, is what he says, but how true that yeah, is. Yeah, that gets we'll get, yeah. that gets muddled <laughs> later. So muddled. But, but it's anyway. sold. It's sold to Roy that they want him to go and try to find him because they suspect he's the only person That's who can not solve. The mission. the mission is they just want. Oh, they want him to, to go to Mars. Way to go to Mars. That's correct. To send, send a message yeah. because at this point comms were cut off. Right? And in this moment, we're project. supposed to be watching Brad Pitt emote the heck out of the scene, and I felt like it was flat as all heck. Well, he also, like, I, I believe that only because he, I don't think his character, and he says this later, that he just not sold on the idea that his dad's alive. Like, yes. he, I don't think he cared too much. <laughs> and I, yeah, I agree with your facial expressions right now. So I'm uh, making a face like he said he was sold we're, we're on his dad being dead, uh, but he so acts very differently. I think it's, uh, <laughs> is it Colonel Pruitt, played by Donald Sutherland? Uh, Well, he watches a video, it's another monologue, Brad Pitt watches a video (laughs) of his dad, like, talking to him as a child, which I think is kind of weird because the way it sounds is like a dad talking to his four-year-old son, but we had just learned that Brad Pitt was 16 when his dad left and 29 when he disappeared, and that was some serious, like, I'm talking to a three-year-old dad video. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Well, maybe he recorded the video sometime could, earlier. But Tommy Lee Jones looked old as shit in it. I mean, oh Tommy God. Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah, so I, maybe this is a good time Beards to talk about that. save lives, people. The <laughs> casting in that movie is super weird. It's like, I think the, the casting of Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Eve, who is, um, please help name. Liv Tyler? Liv Tyler, yes. Both, I, I don't know why you spent that money. 
Like, why did they why did they hire Tommy Lee Jones for a role that he's in? They for wanted like, you to know that space was happening. <laughs> they Both had nothing else, and they needed some names. To I make guess this Liv Tyler. So. I thought I think so. Tommy Lee Jones was a bad casting because he's in the movie so infrequently, and he's way too old for the role that he's playing. But on top of that, Liv Tyler's like in the movie even less. Like to the point where I wasn't even sure if it was Liv Tyler for a long time because yeah. her face is almost never in the movie. Right, and she has like four lines. It's just a weird cast. Like I don't know if yeah, it was just I like also, we need to I find somebody. Yeah, it, it was an odd choice. And it's not they even like they anything. spend enough time where Liv Tyler and Brad Pitt are together to where I feel emotionally connected to their relationship. I didn't no, like, like I didn't care about that aspect of the movie. Her character could at all. not have no, existed. Not at all. And it would have been fun. Uh, it was funny that you mentioned I, her by name because I didn't. I don't think they really bring up her name. I wrote Eve Love Interest left him <laughs> in my notes because he before um, he leaves for his mission he my he, note he just has, says wife question mark after his after we his interview with Colonel Pruitt, uh, he has a conversation with his wife in a monologue. That's not and a conversation. Oh, are you talking about the recording that he's sending yeah, to her? Or? that he then deletes. I specifically wrote, this is the worst dialogue I've ever heard. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he doesn't even say it. He like, knows it's bad. It, it seems like another part where they were just like, yeah, just wing it, Brad Pitt. And that's Brad Pitt's <laughs> idea of winging it. It's pretty generic. not an improv actor, clearly, because that was the worst. Like, uh, how do you let that in a movie? Um, and again, I did not like this movie, but I give it uh, a little bit of do. Um, I can't think of the word. I give it a little bit of pass because I feel like it's in a theme that people don't connect in this movie. Yeah, I feel like that is an underlying tone for the whole thing. And if you accept that, it's a little better, but it's still bad. I don't know <laughs> if it's, but is it? That's only really true for Brad Pitt's character because he's because uh, he's it a, though no no yes because Tommy everyone Lee Tommy Lee Jones does not give a shit so he's directly he's not even going to talk about but that he's, his, his dad is like those are those are directly re- related people everyone else like the astronauts who are flying the ship to Mars okay live they're all having like, a good how long are you going to be gone for well the I think hell? that's what I'm saying everyone else in the movie who's not related to him directly is actually a decent human like the people going to the people going to the moon. <laughs> incorrect those people immediately as soon as they as soon they were like oh yeah we got a hero on board but when as soon as uh, major roy was a bad guy they all all four of them immediately tried to kill him in that freaking that's because he was trying to break into their spaceship uh, he rolls in going this is, I'm not a threat this is I'm not, not he, this I'm is not, not, I, no, this not this is not either their faults it's definitely the They're fault of people guys. no it's They're the fault of people in charge who didn't fucking <laughs> tell them <laughs> advanced too far that's so far into the movie my, my point my point was to, to your point which was there are people who have human connections in that yes. movie that are not related to him because we, we are showing those astronauts hanging out having fun in space we're showing other people the direct stop taking drugs in space interaction it doesn't matter they're still had they're still people forming friendships yes, okay. with each other like it's not like everybody in this universe is a fucking deadpan uh, like uh, emotionless okay. slate like his so character is there are other people with emotions so eve leaves him because he doesn't have because okay. he's a piece of shit all right like, what did we what did we no. think about colonel pruitt he's the he worst. seemed shady he's the worst he seemed shady for no reason i think he, well he drops that message he drops roy a message that also seems like propaganda from spacecom though we gotta get to that. That's that's where, yeah. that's after the moon. Part. So uh, he talks it's to Pruitt. He, he finds out. It, but he, gets he finds out Pruitt is his handler for the mission. Basically, mm-hmm. he's, he's a continuous evaluation. He goes on. He does the message. We talked about that. He goes on the flight to the moon, 
which mm. starts off like he's just riding in a cool space airplane. Basically, yeah. And and then there's some cool flight shots, and you spend mm. ten minutes flying through space. You land mm. on the moon base. Well, hold on, we got to go back to the commercial airplane because he asked for a, be- a blanket and pillow pack. Oh yeah, I remember it's that. One hundred and twenty-five dollars. And it's like a ten-minute flight. You would have to guess. <laughs> well, I think it's probably longer than that to get. I mean, with the amount of space travel done, you would think to get to the moon would well, take. How nothing. long do astronauts take to get to the moon now? It's a wonderful question. That's a really good question. I don't have the answer to that. I'm sure it's more than an hour. <laughs> Either, regardless. I feel like it's a day trip at least. <laughs> Minimum. I feel like that's not that big of an overcharge. Yeah, no, I agree. It's 100 years in the future. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's yeah I also, actually see this that dude is working on a freaking antenna. Realistic. It's oh, got to wow. be a dangerous so, job. So that's the part I guess I don't understand is because he hands her the, he's like, and he just his reaction it. to it is like, I, I don't even know how to explain it because it seems like it's like he's playing it like it's too much money, but he still hands her the thing. And are we supposed to believe that it's too much or that it's an appropriate amount? I Yes, I agree that his his response he, to it is very uh, misleading or, or like it, yeah, it doesn't tell us where he's at with that. Because he's not like, oh yeah, that's normal. He's like, right. that sounds like a lot, but... Also like, doesn't argue with Just her. annoyed that for something as simple as a pillow and a blanket, it's that much money. Even if that much money isn't like that he's much. Flown his, he, he should know right. this. If That's he's flown. Right, but he, but he doesn't react in a way where he, right, <laughs> he yeah. seems like he does. They set him up like, like this astronaut, but then all of a sudden it's his first time in an airplane. I don't think he normally flies commercially. They, like they want to do that to keep it under. Yeah, we should establish. We should talk about that part because they all they we we glossed over that, but. Um, I wrote this down because I went back to rewatch to clarify why this doesn't make any sense. So they make the decision to fly commercially, and they're making the decision to not send him any support other than Colonel Pruitt, which is not actually established by anyone but Colonel Pruitt. Because I don't think at any point, no one in that room says he's coming with you. Colonel Pruitt shows up and is like, hey, boy, I remember you when you were 16, running around, giving your mom a heck. That wasn't that crazy. Again, I, I think it was meant to be that he was younger, but yes. Sure, but the like frame. the time frame doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, and it's, then uh, he up. ends up being the fucking worst, uh, sorry, escort you could you could possibly <laughs> ask for, because uh, he's an old ass man. Uh, but they're so they they say we're not going to send you any support. We're going to keep low key. You're going to fly commercial to avoid all panic, and a cover story is in play. So here's my question about that: those power surges are a global event. They sent a bunch of people flying to the Earth. There's a part in the TV where they said 43,000-plus people are dead. Tommy Lee Jones is an actual supervillain at this point. <laughs> not to anyone's knowledge, but it is not a, it's not a, it's not an unknown event that a bunch of people mm-hmm. fell from an, from an antenna to Earth. Yeah. And also, it's not irregular for the government to send people to their moon bases. Like, what kind of reality are we living in where the media are going to be like, oh, they sent they sent an astronaut to space. What the hell could be going on? <laughs> they sent a man to the moon. I wonder if it's related to all those power surges. Like, who cares? Yeah, what is it? Yeah, what do you mean to avoid all panic? It was an odd choice. There are yeah, 43,000 people dead. And that and that decision sets up the whole, every problem I have with, with most of, like, the rest of the movie. Okay. Like, the decision to not just send him directly to Mars with all the support and tools and equipment that he needed. Yes. It ruins, like, the rest of the movie. Yes. there's It sets up every bad thing that happens from that point out. And, uh, it seems like nobody from NASA was consulted on any of this. Like, there's no experts involved <laughs> yeah. in what appear what they describe as a monumental tragedy. I think, from what I looked up of the movie, the only person they talked to, like, uh, of any note was, like, so, uh, what's the company that is trying to do commercial... Um, flights to space. SpaceX? No, no. Um, it's like 
Virgin something. Oh, yeah? Virgin Airlines? Yeah. Something oh, like that. I believe that's Either way, uh, yeah. they contacted them because I guess the the ship that he takes is branded with their logos. Oh, really? Um, which I, I thought was funny because the very next scene after they finally take that ship up is them making fun of the fact of how... Uh, commercialized the moon has become. There's a mm-hmm. mall built on the moon. Yeah. There's with an Applebee's. On the moon. Yeah, you get out and there's a guy wearing an alien costume to take pictures yeah. with like you're in LA. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 the worst. But that commentary that they the movie makes about that situation ends in that scene. Yeah, because it gets really strange because all of a sudden then you're in a war zone on the moon. Which, yeah, next which to they, a, they're next very to, fast telling us that suddenly the moon's always in a state of fighting. And you're next so be to careful. this gigantic, gigantic... <laughs> yeah. Where do the pirates live? Where do they live? <laughs> do they go back to the mall? Do they go back to the mall and hang out and they're just like, oh, none of that, pirates. Not only is none of that established, but uh, we're met with Lieutenant Levin. From that, point of view. <laughs> that made me so mad. I was like, not only did they just show up immediately after they left the yeah, moon base. Right. But then it sort of implies that they're also just living in another place. I have to suspect- on top of that, they put Brad Pitt in this cruiser with people who are supposed to be used to these attacks. <laughs> and, they all, and the only one who fucking oh, gets out is Brad Pitt. Like, so he takes that's, over immediately. That's my whole problem with this whole fucking scene. So, again, 28 minutes. We're just going uh, to let him fly today because this movie deserves it. Uh, that's my problem with this whole scene is it cuts to Lieutenant Levins or... Le- uh, Levin? Lieutenant yeah. Levant is his Levant. name. Levant, okay. So... He, he says, all right, it's the Wild West out there. Uh, it's, it's, we're always in a war zone, but you're used to that because you've been to war. But don't worry, we'll get you there. And then has literally no supplies, no preparation, no gun. guns. They the minute they gun. see the pirates, they start freaking out like, oh my God. Like, I can't believe there's pirates. What? <laughs> and the first thing he says was, they've been targeting our cargo ships lately. So I wouldn't worry. Or like our cruiser. Like, they've literally been targeting us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to... The, for whatever reason, Spacecoms decided that we're the people that are going to get you there. So we're the people who are going to get you there. Uh, yeah. No so, worries. <laughs> all in all, though, I actually did like the scene. Like, okay, as dumb as all get, of it was. Once you get past all the setup and you yes. get in the cars, yeah. the space fight scene was badass. It was, except no, except mean, for the fact that it was only it was one side shooting it. Like... Yes. I hated the idea that they're supposed to be a mercenary military escort yeah. in a war zone. You have to think and about it as him with no support right. running away. I guess, but the, their their decision, like, as soon as like, they see the pirates crest... You have to just ignore... If you, if you solely ignore all the plot... Okay. The like, movie, just ignore everything. Just watch sure. the and scene just witness is. the scene of the fighting, it's good. No, it isn't, because it isn't fighting. Because. It's literally not good because it is not a fight. They pull up... Listen, here's the tactics of this, of this mercenary escort. <laughs> they see the pirates pulling up from their left-hand side, two cruisers... And they say, okay, we're going to move ours up to flank you guys and cover you. What happens? They get blown the fuck up because they have no guns. <laughs> they move out there to get killed. They literally move in the way to take a bullet. The next the next mercenary escort moves in to get blown up. There uh, is no exchange of fire. The only... So, I... I unlike your opinion, I do... I, I did enjoy the, the bit of... I thought it was good. The bit of... Uh, action we saw from the pirates on the moon i mean if you're looking for action but <laughs> but there was none else but my question for you is how good are the brakes oh that he buttons? like did a power slams like on the brakes and, and the, the guy, guy crashes just crashes the yeah panels. like he's driving a, a land speeder like, like 
Wouldn't that have just like if he flown can stop, off the couldn't moon? The other guy <laughs> stop. That's yeah. what I didn't yes. understand. I feel like right. The, Why wouldn't the other? Guy well, the pirates spent all their money on their vehicles and guns and didn't put any in brakes. But like, they didn't only spend so it talent. on where they're living either. So. Well, so the here's the only way that this makes any sense in my mind is that the pirates must have better facilities on the moon than anyone else. Especially they must have their own base with their own like foundry and they're making guns because they got the best vehicles, they got the best weapons. Because the only thing they gave Brad Pitt was a little space pistol that did not blow off the half front end of a fucking. They, they had, like, rocket launchers. Like, they were, like, blowing shit up behind the Brad Pitt. But I, I, I did like that, actually. They had, like, Gauss cannons or something. So it was, yeah. We'll yeah. skip past it. They they made it to the dark side of the moon base. No, Brad Pitt and Colonel Pruitt. Yes. The old-ass <laughs> man with the heart but, condition. But also, they just... Jump they get into like a crater. Go. They get, like, go. They fall into a crater. Oh, yeah, they get, Push like... Into a no, he jumps. Just, he he drives he gets off the cliff. Okay. And I'm like, okay, now there's no ground, so he should basically just float for a while. No, but, but no, he's just, like, right down to the ground. Down. Yeah. But also, like, why didn't they follow him? Like, if, if truly what they're after is the parts off these vehicles, which is, I guess, the only thing they're going to get yeah. because they weren't carrying anything else. And I people. thought it was actually going to be an issue because that crater looked pretty steep. Yeah. How's like they gonna get down. right How back out? out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, never explained. Never it's not. Explained. It's not established. Just, the crater just, saved them. The pirates went away. Everybody. They just gave up. He's yeah. at another base where they launch rockets. That's not. That doesn't get attacked. It's literally thirty seconds later, and they just they just <coughs> like bomb the the pirates slash the bodies of the people that they left behind. It's super. <coughs> it's just a weird decision. I don't know why they couldn't have done that before they murdered everyone. Just also as a reminder of how disconnected Brad Pitt is from emotion. He also just throws a corpse off of one of the buggies. He does say you can go find this body yeah. outside this crater. I, yeah, I mean, and his condolences. Yeah, I, 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 say, uh, I say he could possibly be a lizard person at this point. Uh, <laughs> and he also only mentions the one body. There's like five people that are dead yeah. out there. He just doesn't even talk about all those yeah. other people Also, um, Brad Pitt, uh, Roy's suit gets punctured during this. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Duct tape. Yeah, duct, duct tape. tape it back together. Man, the duct tape when it comes up later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is incredible. We'll get there. We'll get there. So they, they, as we said, they bomb the, great one they bomb day, the pirates. <laughs> and when they're driving back to the base, the person and the, I guess it's the person over the radio who's at the moon base says, uh, you know, Colonel, you we're picking up a weird, out, irregular yeah. heart thing. You should probably get checked out. And he's like, I'm fine. Implying that he definitely already knew that he was sick, but decided to do this space mission anyway. And for whatever reason, like. And also, Brad Pitt's getting monitored constantly. He has to do a million evals. Colonel Pruitt doesn't. His handler doesn't. For Can no we, reason? Just like, for a second, the evals, I had no idea. I was like, so he just talks into a computer and it's like, oh, you're cool because you spoke to me today. They yeah. do not explain to like the final 10 minutes of the movie and I don't know. that it's monitoring his freaking things. And I was so like, Confused if you could have literally just showed me the screen well, he was speaking into from the beginning. Well, they spent all their money on Liv Tyler and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and then... The, Going off of that, like it just doesn't. He, he I, th- I don't know if it's an acting problem or what, but like the emotion conveying between the different monologues, it's like when he does finally get denied one, it's like, oh, like so you just can't be mad to go on space flights. Like it seemed like all he <laughs> yeah, had to do does, was just, not be mad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which kind of seems like. I, I took those. Thinking. I took that whole process as uh, they're not. It's not really a psychological evaluation. It is a how committed to this mission and our danger to our company are you? And then when it when that becomes subject, then you're not allowed to travel because the thing that actually stops him is after he makes a, like he kind of does a thing they don't want him to do, and that's when they say no, no more. Well, no. In one of the evals he does at the end, like he tries to talk and it 
tells that he's off. It's like, no, no, you're wrong. I took you're that. Done. I took that as they weren't going to let him fly no matter Why what. Why is he even doing evals after he freaking stiffed this company? <laughs> <laughs> like, he keeps doing them. Yeah. Like, he just keeps going. Like, he fucking... I think he was hoping to come back to a job. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> also, we skipped over this, but I just wanted to mention that they talk about a, an Arctic Circle War. Which sounds is probably a cooler idea than anything else. In probably the movie. a cooler. Idea. So I would have watched that watch movie that. over. Yeah. This okay, so anyway. at this point, he's he's pre-flight to Mars. He we find out about Colonel Pruitt's defect. We get a monologue. Colonel Pruitt dies. Well, and he doesn't die. He, he does, does not die. But he For the purpose of the movie, he dies. For the purpose of this movie, he dies. He never reappears. I actually wrote they that never, down. They never... It. Pruitt dies. They oh, never well. use <laughs> Pruitt to try and contact Brad Pitt or try and convince him to come back to the company. I'm not clear that Pruitt was ever, like... It's so weird because he was... I feel like he's... Well, he had to have been because they gave him... They gave him that video. There's a whole scene that they didn't give us because they're like, no, we can't make this any longer. Like, I also sits in the room and they're like, to do this. It's like, to I'm sick. And they're like, Samuel no, but Jackson, you have connections. I mean, that makes sense, like, but also, like, that. he could have just done it because he was on a commercial flight. Like, there was nothing to stop him from just being like, hey, they did tell me about this, and I think maybe you should know. But and we I'm still don't go even know you. if Colonel Pruitt was even supposed to be there. Does Space Con like I said, there? The dude seemed shady the whole time. He definitely was suspect, no matter what. And a liability the whole movie. Like, the whole time he was there. But he does give him a cardboard data thing right i don't really know how to talk about that part like i don't a cardboard was it cardboard it, it was, was like cardboard flash, flash drive right it was like just a it was just a flash drive with all the plastic taken off it was just the internal but it right, wasn't but there it, was no it was cardboard. yeah there was no circuit board it was a ca- piece of cardboard which was weird but i it's fine that's well, we're weird. living in a future whatever they, yeah. there's no they, again that's not the part i'm going to take issue with talked about it. they spent all their money on cgi space shots tommy lee jones and <laughs> well, Tyler. The they ran out of it's just weird that they do a close-up of it like look at what we made right they did a close-up like we made it on cardboard and it looks impressive but it was just an intern that put it together and like it definitely looked that way. So, what is the? Anyone want to go over what that video actually shows? Uh, not really. No, I, didn't, I'm just I literally. <laughs> so I didn't even take notes on it because it doesn't matter. Like it's it's pretty much uh, turns out to be a lie, because you find out his dad why his dad well, is up there in the, with the Lima project. I'm trying to remember at which point does he find out that they're the actual plan is to nuke his dad. Much uh, this, this is that situation. Okay, no, so, no, no, no. He finds that out from the lady. No, the lady explains how he's Mars. not a hero. Yes, okay. I'm pretty sure you're getting these but, two things reversed. No, because I think the video shows that the actual the actual plan is that they're they're, they're gonna they're willing to kill him. Yeah, that they're yeah. taking nuclear. That they're bomb. willing to not kill only him, but willing, not willing. I think that's the plan. If yeah, I if think the, they do mention if, that if they have the, the conversation, weapons. but they haven't talked to him at all. They're still calm, dark at this point. So they're yes. saying if it turns out that right. he did this on purpose, we're gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. But if he did this on purpose, he's trying to commit mass genocide of the planet. So yeah, you should probably Either kill way, this guy. The, the, the nuke plan is only if Roy's communication comes back with not what they're wanting basically right. with him which saying, oh, ultimately is probably him. the decision that should be made because if this man is purposefully trying to so, blow up the planet he is a and this is one of the part that i don't this is one of the parts i don't understand so they they keep this information from roy because they're afraid that he won't do it if he if they tell I him this so. yes there's no reason but, to believe but this that. is because they've been lying yeah. to him this whole time because he thinks his dad's a hero and died Trying to do the Lima project. Yes, but he also and it like out the Lima I don't project get succeeded Im- only because his dad murdered a bunch of people. In the same way that I don't get a lot of emotion from Roy at all, I don't get a lot of investment in his dad. Like he says, he was 16 when he left, uh, which is again is muddled throughout the movie with like the they actual. They always act like he's dead. He, like they act like he was four. a child. Yeah. yeah, and he s- mentions 
when he talks to somebody later, that, uh, he, he says something about how his dad wasn't really there a bunch. Mm-hmm. And even when he was home, he was out. Like, he was still in space. Even though yeah. he wasn't on this 16-year mission, he was still doing other space shit. So he was never home. So, like, it didn't seem like his relationship with his dad was so so great and so valuable to him that if somebody told him he was a mass murderer and was trying to sabotage the planet, that he wouldn't just go and, and well, do the he mission. he actually does take this information and still does. Yeah, still does it. There's no reason for the secrecy. There's, like, no yeah. reason they to don't lie to know him. that. I met, uh, like, imagine yeah. as a company thinking, oh, we got to convince this guy to go to Mars to, to then eventually I feel kill like, his dad. But they could have found this out with uh, just, like, one conversation with Brad Pitt's Right, if he didn't want to do it, just don't send him. Like, I'm sure someone else could do the mission. What? I think... Well, they I'm wanted to do it without... I mean, th- this is the idea. <laughs> no, I think that they thought that that was their best chance. If I he think, was the terrorist that they thought he might be, I think we're Brad just giving, might be able to talk him down. Talk him down, yeah. Like, they're not a military company. They were trying to Go do this one. without... Yeah. Right, but they could have told him. But that. it was still a, you know, no matter what, this has to be stopped type situation. Yeah. Absolutely. I now, what pissed me off is the whole thing on Mars is, like, he does the two recordings, and then he does the third recording, and he changes it up. And they're like... No, you can't do that. Let's wait, wait till let's wait till, let's wait till we get to Mars. Oh, we're still, sorry, I thought that was right. We, still we, got, we have like three monologues we'll stick, before yeah. we get to Mars. <laughs> we still have to travel from the moon to Mars, which in of fact we has a whole situation. Oh, yeah, right, we have two. Mo- we only have two. On we only have two monologues before we. I don't. I don't know if there's a lot of merit to the the build up at the beginning of leaving the moon. You know, they have that the pill launcher. You know, for uh, what? What are they yeah. even taking? Unexplained it's not clear. Unexplained no. pill. It's, it's not really. Clear. And Roy doesn't take it for an, another unexplained reason. Yeah. yeah. Like, is it just no? That's just something clear. to make the the trip go quicker. What, what, I took know. it as like a sleeping pill, maybe or something. Yeah, like maybe they were just yeah, legitimately like a yeah. Tic Tacs. Who knows? Could have been yeah. a Tic Tac. Could have been yeah. a Tic Tac. I thought I thought it was just a sleeping pill. You know, bad breath in space. I hear. Yeah. So that happens. What's the actual? I forget what the actual thing is. The the tragedy on the way to. So there's a they distress find call. A distress oh call. right, okay. and of course, so in the space, ship is called the Cepheus. Their and ship, right. and it's they like, find, don't go there. Uh, of course, a distress call in space. You gotta go to it. That's well, the space captain rules is he, he actually says yes. They they are legally mm-hmm. required to go to mm-hmm. this this distress. Section. And I, mean, I respect that. another yeah. Scene, yeah. another I mean, part of secrecy. For some reason, Brad Pitt doesn't want to. Re- he could take command of the craft and make them not stop, but he'd have to reveal his mission, which right. is. Which is so secret. And, and then what, they're they... the ones that go on the mission anyway. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That yeah, that how do they not yeah. know like, so what, what he it? was there for? Right. I don't know how it never came up. Like, how they weren't like, oh, you're the son of the guy who were... They oh, literally mm. say that. Just, just... Even if they never mentioned the Lima Project. But they specifically talk about his dad. When he yeah. gets on, they, like, fangirl about, oh, we got a hero, you know, mm-hmm. we got the son of a hero on board. Woo-hoo. So how could they not possibly know exactly... Real quick, maybe before. not exactly, but a good idea. How do they not know that there's freaking nuclear weapons on their ship? Well, it wasn't on that ship. It's on the yeah, next. Yeah, it gets I, loaded I, up I'm when sorry. they get to Mars. I, I got muddled around here because yeah. I was like, "Good God!" Yeah, right. I mean, it, it, it's, I, it makes sense. They treat space travel as if it's a cutscene in a, in a video game. So, like, you know, it's twelve seconds to get from you know yeah. the moon to Mars. So, yeah, I can understand how you, you know, which ship are we on this? It's time? also about a five minute battle to get between their their lunar bases. Like, none of the none of the time makes, makes any sense. It, yeah, it's like, so quick. The pacing of the movie is is really terrible, and the time, like the way that they try to sell you the time frame of the events, is equally bad. So. It's so quick, but I. But everything it feels so, so slow. <laughs> it's like yeah. the whole movie is just uh, running through. So before we get to the actual distress call, the thing that goes down, 
there's also a bit where uh, Brad Pitt goes back to repair his Fixes thing. That's his what he says. And watches the video. But he actually watches the video. Um, they show a scene of the astronauts at the front of the plane playing with water. Yeah. And my question to you is, 100 years in the future, when space travel is that common, is it still going to be interesting to have floaty water? <laughs> Yes. Like, like I see I mean, it as I interesting. I think floaty that, water forever. That's 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 gonna that's like a forever. like oh it's your first time in space or it's your like have you seen this space trick? Except yeah. they were all like I mean well they were known some of them were scientists and like were not necessarily like it might have been like their second or third they time. They literally in space. on the moon already. That's true, but it, they, okay. he called them long haulers. Yeah, that's he also called true. them long haulers. Maybe I mean maybe it was just they were just trading long hauler trips. Well, they had the fun little. They was everybody was dropping and water bubbles was great. Maybe it was vodka. Either way, I just thought it was a little goofy. I was like, man. Well, as we come to find out, none of them are very professional. That's true. true. As it turns out, they all kind of suck. But they do get along. (laughs) They do get along with everybody except for Roy. Yeah, who doesn't get along with anyone, including his wife or girlfriend? (laughs) Doesn't matter. Not clear. She doesn't matter. I think I still think she's dead the whole time. She's just a figment of his imagination. Could be. So there's a distress beacon. Distress beacon. And they have that to would add an interesting layer to this movie if she was. <laughs> would it really? <laughs> Barely. Not enough to what make was watch so it the beacon came from? It was a ship, right? That it was, was the, doing. It was, it was a, a Norwegian or something science Cepheus? vessel. Yes. Like no, that was their name of their, their ship. ship. Oh, okay. The yeah. ship they land on was the Vestra or Vastro or something. Like that. Yeah, Vistra, Visto. And they try to hail it, but nothing, and they can't get a hold of anybody, and they break into and the then ship. The two, the captain and the co-pilot, sort of. Pick her Duke it out, go. and Roy says, like, oh, he's scared. He won't do it. So then the captain gets up, and he's like, I'll, I'll go. go and then Roy immediately is like, I'll go with you. Right. I'll accompany Except you. they don't stay together. They do the Scooby-Doo thing immediately and split up. And Really quick. Again, with the pacing of the movie. And the ship doesn't seem that big. And then yeah. Not only does it not seem that big, and they get split up immediately, but there's no conversation. Like, there's At no explanation point. for why they can't talk to each other. Be- they never say anything like, oh, like, oh, there's some interference, there's something that's stopping our communications. Never happens. Because and eventually, a baboon you find out it's because a baboon <laughs> ate one of the guys. But what stopped him from being like, oh, God, oh, God, there's a baboon in my face. Somebody help, somebody help, somebody help. Like, a baboon doesn't immediately rip through your spacesuit and kill you. <laughs> Wait, why doesn't he say Like, anything? why did you say, oh, fuck, there's a crazy space monkey up here? <laughs> like, no one says anything about this. Yeah. I, I genuinely believe this scene of the movie was to maybe... There is a monologue before you get a bit of a cabin. horror element. To I feel like this scene was entirely unnecessary. Very much. Yeah, it really like, padded out a movie that didn't why? need. Uh, yeah, they kill they kill this Captain Tanner off, and then he is not replaced before the next mission, and he doesn't matter at all. And nobody, they don't really mourn him, other than the co-pilot's a little shaky on the landing. But he did have a really good astronaut voice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> he sounded very much like um, a, the yeah. guy that that like. Guy you would go to to. Uh, like, I also said that Roy gassing the, the ape was kind of like his uh, his dad does. It's a little bit of foreshadowing there. He sort of just like nukes the ape with no oxygen, uh, kind of like yeah. his dad does. To oh, I thought people. he he definitely. I thought he exposed him to the atmosphere and he like the ape explodes because yes. there's like a big yeah. like that's yeah. what rain of blood on the window. Uh, well, he sort of just which they don't really even explain them. that. Yeah. You just, just sort of have off. to be like, oh well, that I guess is what would happen if you do that in space. Which I'm not clear. I feel like I I hear conflicting. Results like on whether or not that's true. Swooped out. Because I feel like, depending on which science fiction you're watching, that's either true or not. And I can never remember in real life if that's a real thing or not. Hard to uh, say. Hard yeah. To say. Uh, they bury Captain Tanner in space. He yeah. Just sort of float his mangled body out into space. Which I think it's fucked up. Like, they could have brought him home. It's amazing Sorry. how quickly that, that monkey killed him. Like, I, if you think about what was dead. happening. Oh. He wasn't dead. 
because he tries to patch open or patch up his helmet with yes. duct tape because yes. he's still alive yeah. at that yeah. moment. Is he? It was his face mask that was crashed his, open right. and he patched it up with, with duct, duct tape, tape, y'all. And and then he was going to take him back and try and give some <laughs> kind of medical attention back on the... Which, but he never got it why, finished patching it up. Like, he, he never even, finished patching it up. Why did he... He never finishes patching it up and why did he need to patch it up? Because they're connected, like, they don't... Do they ever leave? Well, it seemed like the connection was funky, yeah, yeah because they, they couldn't, and then they had to jump out and get it, and I thought... Right. Why did life support in the system and stop would, working, though? And I, I feel like the duct tape like not going to save you. No, no, he was duct taping it no. for the transition back to their ship. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. Because he and thought there was like, a little was... bit of life left in him, slap some duct tape over it, let's fly back to... But why was he... And slap some duct tape is the accurate description of what he did. it was literally like three pieces of duct tape, and the whole is like... His whole visor smashed in. yeah. Oh my goodness! I, <laughs> oh, we're not even halfway through the movie. Yet, so yeah, we actually got to move. Yeah, like, let's, let's, we got to cook here. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so you anyway. get another you get another Roy monologue. This whole scene is worthless. Uh, they land they land on Mars. Oh, I sorry. Feel like this is the setup. This so whole scene coming. This gonna, whole scene really only we're like, gonna start powering through here, gentlemen. Well, I want to mention it only sets up the fact that we need to get rid of the captain. Like the, the whole scene's yeah. the whole scene's purpose is to just get rid of the captain. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Roy can take over even though everybody dies. Yeah. Um, the other guy takes over, but then Roy takes over. Right. Yeah. So the co-pilot, the co-pilot for eyes, he has a freak out. Roy has to take over. Roy nails it GTA style. Um, you find out <laughs> that Mars was was hit by the surge. But the underground is still working. Yeah. Uh, also, that they have a fake atmosphere, and you can. Oh, I could have swore that they said before oh. they left the moon that when they got to Mars, it would be in the underground uh, bunker. They they'd have that. to do it. So why yeah. have to reiterate yeah, uh, they, they I already think knew. because previously because so on the much moon, happened. I think previously <laughs> on the moon they said Mars hadn't been hit by it at all, and so they were just. All, I think all they said it was, was their last secure right. transmission location. Right. I or think something. they were just you know bringing it up again that the reason they're specifically underground is because the surge did actually hit. Mm-hmm. Sure, but yeah. it's not. They drop it. Then then we're immediately into Roy in this like silent room. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that he can record right, right. Like they just yeah. drop him right in. And he has a pre-recorded message that he has yep. to send to his father. When does the water thing happen? Later. Okay. A little bit out. I couldn't remember if that was Mars or... Yeah, it is Does it Mars. occur over the course of three days? Or is it just it's three It's hard to tell because they sort of... They cut through. I think it's... I think it's three days. It's implied that they have to at least wait. Like, that a there's... Day for the they wait for the message to, like, go right. and come back, I think. So, so yeah. they send it, and nothing comes back. And then they send it again, and nothing's come back. Uh, in then, that time, you get a monologue. Oh, oh. <laughs> no good. Mostly because at this point, he is seemingly starting to break. Yeah. When does... What's her name come in and talk to him? Uh, so they post. did meet. They did meet when he first landed on Mars. Um, oh yeah, she walks. But into the she doesn't get room. to continue on, or no, he doesn't get to continue on because his clearance levels aren't high enough. No, hers. Was it her? Enough. Yeah. Yeah. The the dude who we don't even get a name for that's behind the glass okay. walks out and she's and he's like, oh, I have to stop you right there. Okay. Uh, your security clearance isn't high enough. So yeah, she was she, just she gets um, kicked out. Does she have a name? She does. I don't. Uh, I didn't write it down. It doesn't matter because she doesn't come back up. She does. She actually. does. Actually She's a back. huge plot point, <laughs> which is why I She's wish I could remember her name. Yeah. She's maybe the most important part as far as the revelation goes. <laughs> I literally have her as Mars Lady. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's the we most important plot point, and she has a less memorable name than Colonel. I think Pruitt, it's Helen. Who doesn't matter at all. Yeah. She like they don't spend time on her character at all, other Even than though she's very other than her monologue that explains that she's very important. Helen of Mars. Right. So then he goes off script. 
Yeah, right? he goes off script for this final recording, and apparently that is the worst possible thing he could have done to Spacecom because they immediately say, you're freaking done and you're going back home. Also confused, is that, were they live streaming? Like, they, it's not a... Rec- I thought he was recording. Like, they didn't have the opportunity. I, I think... And then for some reason, he had the power to send it. He had the power to send it. Because at the end of this, I said it's just another monologue. He goes off script, but really it's just another monologue. <laughs> um, at the end of it, he's like, finished, send. And they just do it. Even though they get... Right, they get yeah. super upset about it I afterwards. really didn't want to... Well, then, like... A scene later, he's jumping and yelling like, "You got something back! You got something back, didn't you?" Yeah, we immediately Which get an angry That makes us. That implies that you know his dad got the message, and then sent something back. And we never. But get we any never get any resolution. That never comes up. And happened. also, just like that, Cepheus is refueled and ready to go to freaking Neptune. And mm-hmm. you know, and the same ship, you, the same ship that you take from the moon to Mars is capable of going from. Mars to Neptune. Like, yeah, it's an all-purpose no, kind of. There's no like space difference. It's a space eighteen wheel freighter. It's like I mean, it's Millennium years Falcon. In the future. It's like <laughs> it changing goes where tires. It yeah, I guess. I guess, but I feel like then it's overkill to go from the moon to Mars. Like, why would you use something that can go to just Neptune? go straight to Neptune and talk to the source of the power? So right. he gets kicked off the mission, but they're still keeping him on Mars. They're like he's yeah, actually not letting him. No, they tell him he's being shipped back. Right, but but I mean they let him stay in that room. Yeah, and they don't, and they don't even tell him if if they got a response. They, they also don't kind secure of him in any way. Yeah, because Helen comes in. Yes, and delivers. Yeah, he ends, well, he does his angry monologue. He ends up in a comfort room. Helen comes in, delivers the bombshell for the back half of this movie, which is that his dad is not the hero that everyone thinks he is. Uh, Her parents were also scientists, also on the mission, also part of the crew that were out there, and they all found out. Hey, we got we got to the mission. We sent a message out. There's nothing. And everyone was like, okay, time to go home, except for Tommy Lee Jones, Mm -hmm. who was not about that life and was so committed to the mission, so determined to find alien life that he uh, sabotages everyone else. He sort of just more accurately so determined to never go back home, but we'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, too. He calls it a mutiny. Yes. So he has to kill them. He turns off the life support systems. And he says, without a doubt, I did punish the innocent along with the guilty. He just killed everyone. Yeah. He just, while they were sleeping, went upstairs, mm-hmm. locked the door, and gassed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a maniac. Yeah, to him, no one was going home from this mission until they found Alien Life. And I guess even after that point, they probably weren't I going think, home. Yeah. Like, he I think, yeah. Wasn't too, if he, he would have found it, he would have been like, now we're going there. Yeah. 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 He, he at no point had any plans of returning to Earth. Ever, yeah. Yeah. And I think that... For some reason, all the other people that were on this thought that they were coming back to Earth for some reason. <laughs> they all seemed to be with that. Well, they all were, yeah, they were all like, okay, but mission complete, like, we did the thing. But I feel like here. the mission was to not come back. Like, it seemed, like, if the commander of the mission's idea of the mission is we're going to space, we find aliens, then we go to find the aliens. Ah, uh, but he never told them. It I was just like to go to space to find no, out. No, I, I feel like this is no, a huge no, plot hole if he didn't tell anybody. No, because they are sold the mission as your your explicit mission is to go here to send a message mm-hmm. and find out what happens. The and then come, no one's the going out there for uh, seventy years. That was never the plan. Well, they no, couldn't yeah. come back. There's no other. This when we get to the Lima, we find out it is a huge ship. Like yeah, the ship that the, well, the see, ship I that, take that like if they would have went back and be like, yeah, he's crazy with your ship in outer space, then somebody would have went and like, took Tommy's tech from him, and Tommy Lee Jones wasn't letting go of that. He's like, the space station just, and the bodies like, belong to me. I feel me like now. some of those people could have came back. 
And he could have stayed out there. Clearly. That's what they wanted to do. Like, they wanted to turn the ship around and be like, okay, we're and done. And his answer to the... No, but not the whole ship. Why doesn't he send them back on some escape pods? Because he probably can't escape get from Neptune to Mars. Right, yeah. You need a full-blown rock. <laughs> we're going to talk about ship escapes in a moment Brad Pitt here. does? No. He, oh, wait. No, he doesn't. Wait, he doesn't. <laughs> wait. Okay. Because that right. seems... So, yeah, he gets that too. information from Ellen. And so now... Also, he doesn't react to that information in the way I would expect. Yeah, no. He doesn't I don't even remember anything. I don't even remember him saying, oh, sorry about that. I don't know, but like, <laughs> sorry, my daddy did that. Well, like, I'm sorry for your loss. Like, <laughs> oh, like I'll go make it right. Well, I, I don't... think I think his actions <sighs> are what he thinks is going to show here because what he does at this point is he gets on board. Well, she says I can get you to the That's ship. That's true. She actually kind of implies he has. To yeah, she's kind of like you should do this because you basically killed my parents. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, basically yeah she does um, and then yeah. they just this do. is your family's fault now so, fix it yeah. so she drives him as close uh, you as get a Roy monologue before of course well. of course yeah. <laughs> between everything every new chapter of the, needs a monologue between it so they drive out she takes him as far as she can go and then he has to get on board and to do that he has to go underwater this, yeah. whole, this whole part is super There's, weird he has to swim yeah and I mean, I know the suits are meant for outer space, but underwater too. I Shit, mean, they can do it is all. Is there that deep of water on Mars? I, I apparently well, so they've terraformed the planet at this point. <sighs> Have they? Because they said there's a fake atmosphere, so okay. they must like. It's not. I guess it's not. If you're assuming that that is actually true, then it's not that hard to believe that they that also put a bunch some, of fake water. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. I don't understand that part. It seemed unnecessary, and I think they just did it because they thought it would be cool. Uh, also, his More suit must have stank shots. at that yeah, point. This is I a mean, and he shot. gets out and is. Pretty, and it's not wet. Yeah, pretty dry. Also, she I mean, lit, rocket their rocket. plan is, I'm going to let you approach this rocket from the engines. <laughs> from, yeah. And let's just hope they don't take off. And they literally were trying to. Like, he, yeah. he got really lucky that he didn't just get blown up. Like, when they showed the takeoff, I was like, That part he? was super Yeah, how I mean, is he's he not gotta be dead? On, but how did... Yeah. That they don't explain that part station. at all. Yeah. And then he just kind of like is like, all right, well, I'm gonna break into the space shuttle now, and and, uh, just, and there's just no security. He just, just see what walks else? right in. Yeah, mm-hmm. the immense lack like, of security. They're like in the middle of a takeoff. It's like, hey, you know, we sent something down here on uh, the planet. And they don't, that they don't stop right then. Right, they like, don't stop immediately. Like, right now, if the weather even looks shifty, they don't launch rockets. Yeah. Also, they have the opens. They have the technology. They have the technology to know that Colonel Pruitt has a heart condition from 50 miles away from the spacecom base, but they can't. Tell her there's somebody the- fucking trying to break into their spaceship. Yeah, and uh, and like there, like you said, it's I don't know if it's no security because it's like the audacity. Who would even try to do this? <laughs> yeah. But clearly, someone did. Not, I mean, but he not- does, and it's like everyone panics. Is it's like, oh well, you can't have all these airlocks open during takeoff. This is probably bad. And everyone immediately starts shit in the bed because it's <laughs> like we got a man trying to climb in here. Also, the man who just saved all of our lives, which. Does not seem to, and then all those people are just ready to flip the switch and murder him. Well, they're ready to. The they're rocket. trying to stop he him from getting. He's just showed up. Okay, yeah, so you say that you have a man. This about. is the situation, Billy. For these people in this fucking space shuttle, <laughs> they got a guy who is a who is a directly related to the dude who they know is trying to blow up the world. Mm-hmm. They're going mm-hmm. to nuke him, and now mm-hmm. he's trying to break into their mm-hmm. spaceship. He but, was not assigned to this mission, and he's not supposed to be here. Even if he is, like. I'm friendly, which is I some of the worst part. acting. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> don't worry, I'm all, it's cool. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's, why that's why exactly would you believe that? But I'm still not going to... 
I'm uh, first. They off, don't. My first move isn't going to be to unstrap from the spaceship and go fight a major from the air force that, in hand to hand combat. Mistake. You yeah, know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go freaking close the door and fucking Stop gas that around. shit yeah. and let him die. Well, I don't. They're still on a planet. Yes. That's not. There's but they're no, taking off. No. Yeah. They're it's not unexplained. They're in, they're in, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Zero grab. The, they're in zero yeah, grab. Yeah, that's true. They're already. Yeah, he somehow does survive getting off like the actual takeoff and then. Which is crazy. While not strapped into anything and sneaking in through an airlock. Right. But one of them does die because of that. Right. The lady that grabs the gun is flying down and as soon as the rocket goes off, she just bashes right into yes. the hatch yeah. that he comes in yeah. and dies immediately. Right. And so the other That's guy, what I'm saying. My first move, if I'm a, a very person on a spaceship who's rode on spaceships <laughs> multiple exactly times, isn't going to be during takeoff, unstrap and go try and kill this guy. Those people are lunatics. Yeah, right? that was dumb. None and, of those people yeah. were right, were should have been on and that mission. I think it's just, also. Yeah, it's just And then on top right. of that, oh, and they, can somebody explain to me how they died? Like, did he the, release some gas into the atmosphere? Right, because they end up, they dead? essentially all end up killing themselves um, because, like, Major doesn't actually. So Roy doesn't. The, oh, they the shoot. They sh- oh, that's right. Yeah. So the 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 the, the chemicals co-pilot. from the from the air, uh, the fire extinguisher that gets shot goes into the life support system, and since none of them are wearing spacesuits, that gets filtered in instead of oxygen. Which doesn't make any sense to me because anytime I've seen an astronaut take off into space, they're wearing a spacesuit. Yes, except. The, this is the future, and they just came from an atmosphere into the ship. I don't know. I don't have. I feel like they wouldn't need to wear their helmets because they weren't planning. That's because he was breaking into the yeah. spaceship. Another great moment of the movie not explaining shit to us. Uh, yeah. it's, just, it's just garbage. It's, it, it's yeah, it is implied it's, that the shot. You're supposed to pick that up from the suck. from the computer on the ship saying. Uh, foreign body detected in life support like something basically a voice comes over that says the air the fire extinguisher that you shot is now feeding into the life support and it's choking everyone who yes. now doesn't have oxygen which i wrote down which definitely look like an asphyxiation and they death. also died like that never yeah, shoot like a gun like, i have written like, right here don't shoot a gun inside a spaceship never. everyone should have known that don't shoot the gun in the spaceship like is even that, if you're trying to stop brad pitt like how is that better than in the spaceship well, That's a good question. The only person Sorry. on an airplane with a gun is the marshal, and he's not even trying to shoot that crap. Yeah, and like shooting a gun on an airplane is much less dangerous than I think shooting a gun in space. Yeah, it, if there's a bullet hole in an Both airplane, it's still gonna land. Though. Both yeah. can be catastrophic. But a, like a bullet hole in an airplane is still gonna be a landable. You could fix airplane. that with duct tape. Probably. <laughs> you could fix Probably, anything actually. with duct tape. Apparently, per ad astra. <laughs> Um, so Why did they just wrap the freaking ship up in duct tape? The second and they go home. Everybody does. With a screwdriver. Yeah. These people are lunatics. Like you're trying to you're trying <laughs> yeah. to say these are good people. That man's trying. I to didn't kill know man that with... you're misconstruing what the fuck I said. I never said they were good people. <laughs> I might have said that, but what I meant to say was they are forming relationships with each other. My only point was that they are being friendly with each other. It's they're just Brad friendly. Pitt who's they're a psychopath, unlike true. everyone. Right. Like they may be, they aren't. They definitely aren't professionals and do not know how to handle this situation and should not have been on this mission. That was proven when they couldn't land go. the spaceship. That's, true. That's definitely true. None of them should have, like again. Nothing that Spacecom does makes any sense. Yeah, they were given no time to. Yeah. They picked that, the right. worst people. Yeah, they picked. Uh, like fewer, way less people than they needed. They didn't give them the supplies. They didn't give them the information. They didn't give them. They were one man down. For, so they for a situation, to the United States government. Yeah, for a situation that they say is going to destroy the planet. The weirdest people are put in, in charge, and no one else seems that to like. Way. Why are there no other they're efforts from anyone ship. else? Yeah, they're sending one ship. There's no other country is like. Maybe we should <laughs> okay. take a look at this. Okay. We got to get back. Yeah, on we, track. we got sorry. So, especially because this is one of the most lengthy trips. Is yeah. the trip 
from Mars. And he's alone now. Yeah, and he kills everyone. And he cuts, and he, he, everyone's dead, and he just kills Combs and just does it. And hilariously, we spend so long on this trip. How many monologues do we get in that scene there? Because there's a lot. He's, huh. So at this point, I actually stopped taking He notes. also makes decisions that are explained. Do we just a, consider that one long monologue? Or? There's a half hour of movie from, the, from the, this scene where everybody dies. It's almost yeah. a half an hour until yeah. he ends up in space. Oh my god. So we have it. Yeah, when he's just buying he puts and a feeding just, tube in himself at one point. And I'm never not I'm not clear on why that happened because he doesn't like I thought when he was doing it he was gonna go into like a suspended animation thing. Like, I think he was worried about losing his mind. I feel like the trip and he's like, was... "Am I eating? Am I not eating?" Oh, that's sort of what I took from that. Okay, that kind I, of. But again, sense. I'm giving a it lot of licenses you... to this movie just yeah. to make it. Makes a sense. D minus. When he plots the course for Neptune, doesn't it tell him how long it's gonna take? And isn't it like seventy nine days? I don't remember. I, it, I do recall weird. them saying something. Do like you that. really go crazy and? Three months, like that's solitude three months, with some corpses. Yeah, around entirely him. alone. Well, were they? Did he leave them? But on the I ship? feel like even I mean, in prison, you won't be in but a if you're, solitary like, confinement. If this ship was prepared to go that long, all those other people would have maybe brought things with him. Like I don't know, some books he could have read. Like I feel like two months. Like, yeah, I'm sure they must have had something to pass the time. We just got to be ship. a way to pass. Yeah, the time. none of that was. He, they just didn't show any. Right. Which I feel like he have even done any of that anyway. Like yeah, also so, yeah, he's kind of would have probably just kind of a maniac. Out yeah. the well, I mean, yeah. his dad <laughs> doing exactly what he did. Just yeah. monologue. I'm going crazy. I'm not going crazy. I'm going crazy. I'm not going crazy. Like who? Oh, look, Saturn. Right, he's a lizard person. Like who does that? Nobody would have. Nobody would have. Everybody would have looked for something to do. Any normal person would have looked for something to do on that spaceship for eighty days. Yeah, no. Most normal people, I don't think, would have gone on the trip. But. Uh, Although I also think it's implied that we're supposed to be like. He's thinking about his dad and the relationship there and getting to see him finally. I mean, yeah. none of that's said in any explicit way. That's a long time to but spend But if thinking. I would have yeah, wrote is. the script, I would have wrote that in yeah, there. Yeah, that, this part of the movie is a drag. Like, it's hard to get through. So then they I finally get to the ship. Anything else anybody want to add to this? No, that whole uh, scene is... I don't think we would have seen Saturn. You don't... Why? But because the of planetary lineup, positioning? The lineup of the planets? Oh. Does uh, Neptune have rings? So yeah. I it has I yeah, think it does. I actually had this okay. conversation. I didn't look it up, I, but I was like, there are like, two planets that. that have like visible rings, and I'm I'm pretty sure the second one is Neptune. Okay. Um, uh, what anyway. is the so they get to the they they do get there. What is the reason that he has to take the pod to the ship? I just I think there's damages to his ship, wasn't there? Well, no, I, I think he tried to communicate attach. to to link up. Um, no, because he no. got the one point, and then he's like, I can't get my ship from here to there. It wouldn't... Uh, so I have to get from there. Yeah, it wouldn't the couple. Pod. Like, he tried to get the ship to detach or something, and then it wouldn't happen, and I don't remember why. Like, he's like, something. the robot voice said something was damaged, and he couldn't... And then he just sort of jumps out. Yeah, right? and then... And well, no, and then he puts the ship, like, on the other side of the planet, because right. that plays a big part into yes, something else that back. happens yes. in this bullcrap. Yeah. And then he's like, now oh. I got a pilot from here to I there. I honestly forgot about that. Yeah, he takes that little pod. Yeah. Well, when he... So he takes that, that so hard. He takes that pod, <laughs> and then he uses that to get onto Tommy Lee Jones' ship. Mm-hmm. And then he watches the pod, like, float away. Like, he kind of, like, looks back yeah, and is yeah. like... Yeah. Like, it's gone now. Like, to me, I wrote down, like, him lo- watching that pod float away is his acceptance of not going... Like, not, not getting back. Not getting like, back. this is a one-way oh, okay. mission for him. Like, from to me, watching him do that was like, okay, he's now just accepted that he knows what he's doing. Right, eating. I thought he was going to blow See, himself I was like, maybe he's going to get a pod Project with a, you know. and then leave also, via that because just, why would he just leave the ship way up there if he's not having yeah, intention I kind of thought he was just going to blow everything up he does have the nuclear device with him 
He, he takes mm-hmm. a yeah, yeah. trip. I yes. just want that to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His plan. So, yeah. I mean, is in case you haven't ship. watched. Oh yeah, he's movie. absolutely here to destroy the ship. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. And he gets on board, and Tommy Lee Jones is just standing there, hanging out, like, waiting for him. Like, is yeah. that you? Also, Tommy Lee Jones left all the corpses. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And up until now, Tommy yeah. Lee Jones did not have a beard, and he looked like the Crypt Keeper himself. Now he's sporting a beard, and I'm telling you, and he looks save like, lives. People. He looks like <laughs> it looks like him and Brad Pitt could be brothers. All of a sudden, he looks 20 years younger. I <laughs> and you Brad roll Pitt up looks into, 20 years older. Yeah, you roll up into that into that scene, and I you're would, like, "This is his dad." I would this agree, is his dad? except for his hands. So I want to just talk about the conversation they have for a second, because yeah. he gets in there, the and his dad is part. like. His dad is like, all right, well, I never give a shit about you. Your mom didn't care about none of that. Yeah. I'm a mission-focused guy. Never cared about cared about coming home. This is what I'm about. And Roy's like... I know. No? Yeah, okay. Roy, in the only emotional oh, yeah, he part does, of like, the movie, a tear, drops he? a tear. A single some, tear. Like, it looks like they said, cut, give Roy the visine. Visine drop. Play. So, Got it. I just that. That was the biggest tier. bullshit tear ever. It was just ever. a tear dropped tear, and you cannot defend this tear in any way. Jay. I died. I'm, I'm gonna, out of the tear dog. I'm going to defend it right now because I looked into it. All right, I looked into it, and Brad Pitt specifically acted that scene out, did everything as he was supposed to. He said the director said it was very emotional. Brad Pitt was like, "No, you have to CGI the tear to be floating because." You know, it would be. And the director was like, no, that was real emotion we just witnessed. We're keeping the tear. I'm sorry. And I was like, was it the realest tear you've ever seen? That, that was sounds... pretty cheesy, man. It wasn't a good tear. That sounds like a director and an actor trying to get some publicity on a TV show. Because it this was, is honestly the worst acting I've ever deep. seen in my life. Like, no, this is the worst Brad Pitt movie I think Yo, I've ever seen. I've honestly yeah. always thought of him like, as a good I thought actor. Brad Pitt was Tommy Lee Jones is a good actor. But they, like, and I don't know if the plot was just so bad that they couldn't even act around it because well, this so was then some bad acting. His plan, for some reason, I have this written down, for some reason, trust his dad not to portray him. Yeah, he's like, "All right, Dad, we're going home." And then yep. there's a shot after where they he's just, just are told at him, each other, and the camera's like, "Dad, son." Yes, Dad, it's like son. angled there's in no a way emotion. where it's like we're just looking at each other. Because you get another scene like that when they're, fr- for some reason, free walking in space, unconnected to any spaceship. Oh, not for. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll get there soon. <laughs> Boy, uh, I don't know. There, there were some good bits. I, I wouldn't say if it, it was great acting, really, because you kind of find out his dad lost his mind. There kind of also oh. just wasn't a lot of acting. <laughs> Like there so, just wasn't a lot to go on. When he first gets yeah, on, there's um there's a National Geographic magazine taped to like a, just yeah. a, a random thing that yeah. says, uh, "Is there life in in?" The, I think that's. The, oh, the most this is also emotional. where you find and, out his dad says that like they they sent out all the signals and there's no other life. And and written over the National Geographic that asks if there's alien life is just the words "yes" three times written in like sharpie. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well. He's gone off the deep end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's completely a lunatic. Mm-hmm. As if it wasn't very obvious from all the other I just, things. I don't understand Brad Pitt's motivation at this point to try and... He sets up the nuclear device, and then he comes up to Tommy Lee Jones and is like, all right, it's time to leave. Let's go home. Even after, right after his dad just got done telling him about he didn't, how he didn't yeah, care about like, humanity yeah. at and all. The, the first thing his dad yeah. said to him was, the captain always goes down with the ship. Yeah, yeah like, I have no like, intentions of leaving. I killed my whole crew. Why are you trying to redeem me? Like, How is there not more of a fight? Like, 16-year-old boy spends his whole life idolizing his father, chases after his father, finally finds his father in space... And his father's like, I don't give a shit about you. And he's just like, oh, well, that's acceptable. That idea, when you put it... No, like, 
fuck you, Dad. Why don't you die with your ship? When you put that <laughs> idea, I'm like, this is my personality. No, I'm nuking you. But and it's and like the other Sorry. thing is like, like when you also Tommy Lee Jones doesn't fight back at all. Like, he just goes with yeah, the heart. That's the other part of it. Like even though he had just gone, he like will never leave. He pulls his hands back for a few like a few times, like hesitantly. And I think yeah. the only the, and that's the thing it. I was thinking was that he's too frail because he's been in space so long to fight back. Like, like there's really nothing he can do about it. Like Except Brad Pitt this is Tommy Lee Jones. Brad Pitt still has like earth muscles. Like he like <laughs> I mean it, other than like I mean he's been gone for like nearly again, 100 days. Like a hundred days. So he's probably but not yeah he's years. turning right. also he's turning the I went, before we get too far away from it. Well, I want to go back to how when you put the plot as you put it like. A guy, kid who spent his entire life idolizing his dad gets to space to try to, like, he's supposed to be the saver of humanity, finds out he's actually a massive murderer and, like, a psychopath. When you frame a story like that, sounds great. Like, that sounds like a compelling idea that they botched at every single angle. Absolutely. And they continue to botch it because it only gets worse. Yeah, and he's, Mm -hmm. he gets to... They never explain, they never explain why the pulse goes away or whatever, the surge. Well, yeah, yeah, thank you. Because the entire time of the the trip between Mars to Neptune, we don't hear about a single surge. You would think if you were flying directly towards the thing that I is causing these issues, do show. doesn't happen. Do they? I don't I remember think they that do happening. Show when, yeah, I think when he's traveling, yeah, because the power in the ship goes off. Remember you were talking about that part where he's getting feeding to? Mm-hmm. The power goes to like a, a different power state. And then there's a surge that actually wakes everything back up. Oh, oh yeah, I do remember okay, that. Yeah. So there okay. is a surge that goes off during oh, right. the trip. Yeah, Not as catastrophic when it hits his ship for and some it, reason. Yeah, right. That's well, you know this, this tiny little part ship. Of the this movie movie that is well, okay, okay, okay. To actually, they do they do actually Earth. explain that in that uh, in the beginning of the movie they say when those as it as it gets out it magnifies so it gets way stronger the further out. But it's still a some kind of surge going past a nuclear. Like, yeah, yeah, that but, part. But again, yeah. like they never explain that. Like, why would they don't? Up, they don't go through the. the they don't go it. through the effort of trying to explain to you uh, why nuking an antimatter device is somehow going to fix the situation and not make it catastrophically like, worse. So much worse. But initiate not anyway. destroy all of Neptune. I don't like. They don't really get into that particular yeah, aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Brad Pitt now has Tommy Lee Jones in his suit, and my first thought is, how the f- are they getting back to their ship? Yeah. Like, at no point in time have they discussed pods yeah. to get off of this ship, because that was my first thought. And like, I feel, oh, they're going to do that. I still feel like that. it's, yeah. it's sort and of then just they like, climb and he's back on the ship. Yeah, they just no, then they outside. climb outside. I'm like, and none of this. Untethered, so my thought is, are they walks. really going to jump? The I whole th- idea is to jump. I think it's literally a thing that NASA said they will never do again, untethered spacewalks. They realize that they're just worthless. There's no point in ever doing... I super dangerous. There's no point in ever not being connected to your spaceship as an astronaut. If if I can give this movie any credit, I think maybe, just maybe, the plan was to go out and use their thrusters on their suits yeah. to try and get to maybe... That's the, fine. Why See, anyone... they jump the and then thrust if they needed to... Why anyone would expect maybe. that Tommy Lee Jones would go along with that at yeah. this point is maddening to Madness. me. Why would you think that this man would let you do that? You put him in a spacesuit, you attach yourself to him, you put yourself in a vulnerable situation, and right. we're like, and you're he's space. probably not going to betray what's me the, like he did all those other people. Which leads to the next point where him out. Tommy Lee Jones just jumps off the side of whatever the hell they're walking on. And like, he's like, nope, just... I'm just quitting. And at that point in time, I'd be like, you know what, Dad? Us. It's time to cut ties. Bye. Enjoy space. Like, why I'm would you think, thrust. like, even if he wasn't... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he full thrust. Even, he if, he, jump, even if his dad was like, okay, yes, I ever, I understand the error of my ways. He knows he's going back to a place where he killed 50,000 people. 
Like, even if his dad understands that he doesn't want to go back there, he, in that moment, decided he's taking his son with him. Now, we know he's on off the deep end already. And he also doesn't care about his son. But at no point in time is he like, you know what, just clip by and jump by himself. Yeah, right. Why doesn't yeah, he... Yeah, he does try to like, suck him out there with he, him. Yeah, like, like intentionally wants to kill uh, his son, too. Yeah. I, I don't know why this randomly uh, hit me, but there's also a bit when they were talking before they went out into space where he says that he was denied um, his best partner. Uh, yeah, because meaning he's like trying to make an appeal to his son about how they could have been. Yeah, yeah. what a hard sell when you just said you didn't care about him or his mother. Yeah, like (laughs) he goes from not caring to redemption arc back to not caring immediately. Like yeah, he sees his son made it all this way to space again. Terrible writing for Tom. Imagine the things we could have done together. Just terrible. What could you have done together? Killed. Kill us both, like yeah, like I, like it. Who did write this? We should, um, we should find. Don't no, know. don't put that on the podcast. <laughs> they don't need those kind okay. of. Hate. He I mean, the bombs that kind of leads us to the end of the movie, right? Like, well, well no, because no, now that's <laughs> surfing. You would no, think, before we get there, you would think that this is they have the this, They have this whole fight where Tommy Lee Jones and Brad Pitt are fighting in space yeah. and floating, not toward they're just dripping. Brad Pitt's ship. Not towards the Lima project, just, just out, yeah. out in the space, just like away from space. everything. Which is uncomfortable. And the amount of time it takes for them to do this, I'm like, there's no possible way they should be able to get back anywhere. The further really. they got, the more I was like, I don't feel like you're going to have enough fuel to get Yeah, no, like you should, you're just going to die point. there. Yeah. Maybe if you're lucky, you might boost. And if you hit the angle right, you'll get a ship. But that's like a one in also, 300. After he if Tommy Lee Jones' plan is to kill him and his son, the absolute worst and least effective and most painful way to do it would be to like, oh, I guess I'm just going to consign us both to starvation. Like, they mm-hmm. wouldn't even necessarily, I don't know well, which one would come first. most likely their uh, air tanks would have ran Yeah, or first. yeah, they would They would probably just suffocate. He could have sabotaged the other ship. If all he wants to do is die, just freaking open your helmet up, boom, you're dead. Like I don't know if you can open He also could have waited till they got back to the other ship and sabotaged that the same way he did the first one. Like, he had so many options for a guy who's committed to villainy that and that like being like I'm gonna jerk us both off into <laughs> random out like random outer space is and then very post weird letting his dad go Brad Pitt cries yeah the man that <laughs> just tried to kill you you crying over like the mass murderer who also just tried to kill you his son after making an emotional <laughs> appear to, appeal to you <laughs> like clearly a psychopath and you're like oh I, no this is sad that's when you finally get some bullshit. emotion out of Roy is that all right, all that's right, what yeah. you need to get emotion so out then of Roy, Roy now detaches <laughs> himself. On. You get a monologue. Dad. You get a post fight <laughs> monologue while he's drifting in space, mind you. He's drifting in space. You get a monologue, just so everyone's aware. Yeah, I yeah. think I remember that because that yes. moment I thought he was giving up, like it was just over. Yeah, and I thought and it was going to end with a monologue. Back to the Lima project. One of the monolo- one of the quotes in the. And I'm like, why would you boost back to the Lima project? I'm you sorry. Get some space monologue parkour. quote. In the end, uh, the sun Whoa. suffers the sins of the father. <laughs> Yeah, there's gravity in space all of a sudden around no, that too. No, no. Yeah. So then he gets to the Lima Project. In the end. And we were probably going to talk about one of the other biggest issues I have with this movie. He rips a panel off of a piece of this oh, ship this. and then jumps with it. Jumps with it through the rings of Neptune, <laughs> which are space. throwing large stones at him. And he yeah, manages yeah. to navigate this while being hit by these large stones yeah. and still gets back to his ship. It's his application yeah. to be the Silver Surfer. How, Sway? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not... He's getting hit by these rocks left and right and, like, lost trajectory, changed trajectory, lost... He's just like, simply no the best pilot way there ever He was. can get to that ship now. And then he's grabbing onto the damn ship. 
They're trying to fly oh the tank. Oh my god. Yeah, this is this. Is a, this <laughs> trying is to fly the tank is exactly this moment. Like, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> this is definitely the, the leaps. You have to movie. take a lot of leaps yeah, in logic. It is so unbelievable. This movie. Up until I've this made point, leaps left and right to understand this movie, and it does yes, no. I feel no. like up until this point, you can you can argue a lot of things. You can feel like you this can, movie is as believes the space. Like if you want to put it aside, like you can kind of put plausible deniability around. Like you around can like a lot when he things. climbs up the engines, you're like, all right, that doesn't make sense. Oh, okay, how did he survive the take? All right, okay, like yeah, like there's a lot of stuff where you're just like, ah, they don't you're explain like, it, but maybe. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, maybe. And then they this? focus in on this one really stupid decision. You're like, you're gonna watch this happen, and there's no way around it. Like <laughs> it's <laughs> going to work, despite everything you may possibly know about physics and, and reality. It's followed yes. up by an equally stupid thing. His way of launching himself back to Earth, okay, because that's where oh. he wants to go. Now. Oh, oh yeah, my God! Yes. Uses that's the right. propulsion from, from the, the explosion. That yeah. propulsion, oh, yeah. you know, those waves that expand through space. Also, and, and destroy just, everything. And also, he he just it's is space. He's just calculating. Like, have you seen the code it took to get somebody to to the moon? Like, he just calculated all this in just one second from Neptune to Earth. He's just gunning it. I got it. He's just, and you know what? I don't even need a rocket to propel me. I, I don't even need well, to no, steer. He did use I'm just going to get the propulsion. Yes. Right. Like, I'm he just started get, with the propulsion. He's just really good at pool. And then he used the explosion after that to push him. But, he but never even then, this shit comes right off. In one, t- one time in this 80 day journey. That's not how movies work. He literally used a computer to calculate to get here, but he doesn't need a computer calculation to get back. He's just winging it. I mean, like, there's no... Yeah, it's probably about... Like, he, yeah, he essentially licks his thumb, eyeballs that shit, and just freaking goes for it. Like, he gets a little bit of, like, Kentucky winded and just sends that shit. Like, there's no freaking way. Like, they, like this, the movie should end. He should be... It, it should end with his end monologue with in space. space. If you yes. end the movie there, yes. it's fine. Because yeah. then they even... Well, go it's not fine, but it's, it's, it's significantly fine. better. But well, it's no, then they even is. go... Like, the ending they go with is them pulling him out of the tube and oh yeah like, this is so oh, now I've stupid. learned but it's like what have you learned what's the lesson it's so it's dumb supposed to be ambiguous also, so leave him in also, space if he and let it be ambiguous if he comes back he's a criminal this, he lands this ship space bomb they're gonna gun his ass down in the street he killed four astronauts and stole a spaceship <laughs> Okay, they were crazy. Weren't they? Stop the glitch, though. He may have stopped the Yeah, also, never clarified. Also, and <laughs> whether or not that had any catastrophic like, implications. Like, he's definitely but, going But crazy. he doesn't. At the end, you see him go and fucking bang his wife for the first time ever. I think that's a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a flashback. <laughs> is his wife alive? Is his wife dead? Why is he <laughs> 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 in the movie? I think it's a flashback. <laughs> They were in the same clothing. She should not have been in the movie. It's weird to say fucking clothing. It was a fucking flashback. It's... It's un- the, the end of the movie. I wrote. I wrote. Kind I of myself. I wrote. I kind of hated the ending. Also, the rest of it. <laughs> when I got there, I was like, man. This just sucks. And like, then it's just the end. Yeah, it's just the end. It was just regardless of if, if his wife is alive, dead, or if it's a flashback, or what happens at the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah. It just so it let's just hits you with a real quick. End. I'm gonna go through. I'm gonna go through a list of bullet points that are not uh, of plot like points that are not uh, concluded on uh, space what? antenna. His relationship with his uh, wife. Is his relationship with Spacecom. Yeah. The, the reaction of the, the explosion of Neptune, the reaction of the explosion of uh, the space station to the planet after uh, the antimatter went off. 
Because it obviously had an explosion that he rode yeah. to Earth. Uh, the revelation that his dad was a murderer. Any like I don't know if any of this, none of this stuff ever. The the, the fact that he's now a murderer. The bodies of those astronauts. Like, like, no still in this, the no hijacking one. of the spaceship. Hold on. Oh, oh All God. of this uh, plausible deniability. Okay. Right, it was a stealth mission. Nobody knew about him. Going yeah, nobody knew about it. Commercial, right? <laughs> All those astronauts that died really like, works for I, us, but inside space, yeah. spacecom, like, right? Well, space they've got problems. I'm kind of disappointed. I gave the last movie such a low rating. <laughs> I was thinking that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know how. Oh, this I feel is my one. Rating this. Oh again. shit! We, we have, have to rate this. We yes. have to rate because I think we're at the point now. I just I, 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 I made it for you right I, now. I want to throw out a few quotes because yeah, oh, I'll I give you my favorite down. quote. Um, yeah. At one point, he uh, towards the end, he he said the you know in the end the son suffers the sins of the father. Hopefully, hopefully we see him go to prison for those things. We'll see. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna ever tell. It feels us. like no. Well, ideally there will not be an Ad Astra too. So. Also, to his dad, uh, when his dad was uh, lamenting the fact that they hadn't fi- found any uh, alien intelligence, he says, "You didn't fail. Now we know we are all we've got." I thought that was actually pretty compelling, but yeah, he's that like, was yes. actually a good line too. I like that pretty one. Probably the same argument uh, most of the crew made before he murdered them. Yeah, well, probably. I was gonna say fell like, flat in the room, but great, <laughs> great argument point. That's very true. It definitely fell flat to the person. Who said it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, are we rating this? Um, I, I did also want to share one. I did. Yeah, we got like some the, more quotes. I really like. Uh, no, the line. I'm good on my, yeah. my favorite line was when he said, "Without a doubt, I did punish the innocent along with the guilty." That's I love yeah. that line. Yeah, that's that, a was, gross. that was and it was well delivered too. But it really, the only, like, it's not worth watching an hour and 45 minutes of this movie <laughs> for, for that. that. Uh, my favorite quote, that on YouTube. My favorite yeah. quote was, uh, just rape me, you slut, and get it over. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Michael um, um, I'd like to say, um, while watching this, I kept thinking of another movie that I despise. Oh, boy. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie Driver with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I oh, I like that movie. It's a really slow movie where you yeah. just see a lot of screenshots of Ryan Gosling yeah, like, going of, around yeah, corners. If you want to see yeah. monologues. This yeah. feels yeah. like it's, the it's same people it's, made this movie and I hate it so much. It's that <laughs> and it's driving to synth pop. Like it's a, lot, it's a lot of just like driving in so the dark. So Driver has a one-up on this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, soundtrack's better. The soundtrack sure. is definitely better. Yeah. That's it without a doubt. So there, there was a fun fact I found out um, when looking up some trivia for the movie. Do any of you recall the the weird sound effect towards the beginning of the movie? There was like a, just a weird kind of eerie sound that was playing at the beginning. Oh, vaguely. I only caught that the second time because I couldn't it, hear it. It kind of gets mixed up with a lot of movies these days because they all play that weird uh, yeah. sound effect. But oh, no. This I was going to say it was a dark, <clears throat> the Death Star horn because I feel like I heard that. Like that. Kind of like that. Exactly like that. Except it, in this case, it wasn't that. It just has that same eerie sound to it. It's actually a super sped up version of Tommy Lee Jones saying, I love you, my son. That's so weird. It's so Why would weird. you even do that? Why it's would so you do weird. that? Who's that for? Who is that Who for? Who directed and wrote this movie? Because now I think they do deserve <laughs> to be put on blast. Dude, does, he think, does he think that people are going to like this movie enough for that to matter at any given point? I don't know. But I, I did slow it down and listen to it. And I was I like, wow, that is actually... Somewhere. Like, they, they legitimately... Made that sure, like that's work. Money, like somewhere, a little boy with and that, that, makes that, that, like that makes me think the director thought that this was a movie about a son, like learning that his father's like this is a son meeting his father. To be about. Which makes the no space and the explosion was something. The fact I feel like no sense it, because this movie, something like, about this movie tells me that like if we were to read oh. the original screen 
screenplay like the original written at like before it was adapted to film i feel like maybe that some of that was lost because it has there are parts of this movie that that like seem that bleed through as there was a real idea here we need to snap and a cut. very real like there was a real <laughs> cool thing here somewhere it just was completely it's lost just, on the people who made it uh yeah. so i'm just from what i from what killed. i read there was a different ending planned but the studio... Was there a different middle? Run out of I don't think so. <laughs> what about the different beginning? No. <laughs> studio executives... Were they ever going to explain Liv Tyler? Including Brad Pitt uh, as part of this. Didn't like the ending oh, uh, they, of the original. They were into this one, though. But they were into this one. Okay. Well, this is the one mm. they chose. I feel so like, I can't imagine the I other feel like the original better. ending was they just both died. I feel like That's the other ending could be so bad it might be good. Or I, maybe Aliens. Or maybe aliens. Like maybe he gets there and he's an alien. Right. Also, like I guess Terry kills his father and they finally get a message they, they back from the aliens. Up, like, that there could be. Brad Pitt was an alien ending. the whole time. Yeah, that would have upped them. the whole movie for me. That would have been. Can you repeat that? Just in okay. case I'm in So, here. the ending that this movie should have got, which would have made it maybe an incredible movie, very compelling. Is please. Brad Pitt gets to the Lima Project, kills his father, then gets a signal from alien life. That would have been all right. That would have oh, been, that's very, uh, yeah. yeah. Mike also said, like, yeah. he, like, finished, it's, people, like a, it's like a great fight scene in Zero G. That, he strangles that. his father to death. <laughs> and then every freaking alarm in the whole thing just starts going off, like, like, signals detected, signals detected, signals detected. <laughs> and it's just, like, a message his that comes on. going and freaking, out, and then he dies. Like, it's a TV screen, alien face, and movie. No, 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 no. It should be him no. trying to wake his dad yes, up. Yeah, it's like, wake up, wake up. And then just movie cut. <laughs> no, dad, no, dad, I didn't mean it. We got him. We got him. I was like, the aliens were oh, yeah, we're looking for uh, Colonel McBride. It's uh, <laughs> the message for Colonel McBride. Because then at least it'd be something. For the like, if the ending <laughs> was real, like, this movie would be watchable if the ending was worth it. But the ending is the biggest sin of all. The ending okay. is so bad. Let's go for ratings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I've got mine ready. All right, I'm, I'm yeah. going to start. Uh, yeah, all right, let's start with you, Davey Gravy. What is your rating for Ad Astra? Um, it was a beautiful movie to look at, but there are a lot of beautiful movies to look at. So I'm going to say don't ever spend two hours and however minutes of your time on this movie and don't ever watch it. I'm giving it a one, our lowest rating, because it does not deserve to be viewed. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Ryan Ryder. Uh, I have a, I have a hard time like arguing with anything you just said. Like I, I feel like that's all accurate. I, in my head, it's a two um, because it is, it is made. <laughs> like some, like it, like it's shot. Is it shot well? It's CGI. It's shot pretty well. It's shot pretty it's, well. Like there's nothing offensive about the CGI. There's nothing offensive and about the, the like the camera works this, fine. There's or the special like, effects or like honestly, the most sets. of the space up until. But I feel like I feel like a zero is a movie that's not finished. Like this is a finished movie that is still. Yeah, I think there are people who would find value in aspects of this movie, even though I think most of them are terrible and don't pay off. I'm gonna give it a two. What did I give? Uh, lucky numbers. I was wondering that too. I, I, think, I gave it a three. I don't think we should go back. And find out what we gave. I gave Lucky Numbers a three, and I feel safe in saying that that's a better movie than this. And I'm okay with giving this a two. I I feel like I have room to go down, so I'm giving (laughs) it a two. But not because it deserves to be watched. I think there are just people who will enjoy it, and I don't like those people. Sure. Uh, All right, Billy Best Uh, This movie, uh, so I'm going to be higher than both of them, I think. I'm going to be at a two and a half on this movie. Wow. I think that... I think that there are people who would like this movie that are just interested in space, and that if they watched it on mute, that it would be a movie that's watchable. Go watch Gravity. Um, yeah, I think that oh, there boy. are movies that do space better, and that's so why it's many. not a three. I feel like uh, there's lots of movies that I would recommend 
over this for space, but let's say somebody's seen every other space movie, and they're like, I really like space movies, should I watch Ad Astra? I would say... I would probably still say no. I would say, I'd no. say go watch yeah, Apollo say 13 no. again. But I'll give it a two and a half, because I think there's there's fight scenes that are really good uh, in, in the beginning and the middle, and there's parts that are good, so I'll give it a two and a half. Uh, I I agree. Like the story has a lot to be desired, but I, I think a lot of the visuals were pretty good. Um, and, and as much as the argument happened during it, I, I did like the scene on the moon with the with the dumb pirates that live nowhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the scene was cool, but yeah. I like I did like it, even if it didn't. 100% right, if it make doesn't sense. make sense. I, I also yeah. even like you know the monkeys on the ship. Hilarious to me. I, I'm fine if it, I'm fine with the movie I, not making sense, but they just yeah. break way too many rules. So I, I think I'm gonna give it. Two and a half? I'm feeling good at two and a half. Okay. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I think. I don't. I mean. Yeah, it's definitely a subpar movie. It, there's no way it's good. I feel like two and a half seems watched. generous. I thought two was generous. I'm just. I'm just concerned to I get think... too far away from where Lucky Numbers was. Because uh, look, Lucky Numbers. A you lot guys, of the reason. No, we, you guys gave Lucky Numbers way too high of a, a score. Lot of I had way more fun with that movie <laughs> than <laughs> I did this right, one. Exactly. If yeah. you asked me right now which one I had to watch again, I would. Uh, I would tell you <laughs> Lucky would, Numbers a thousand. No, times. for sure, because Absolutely. Lucky Numbers is a movie I could watch again. Right. I could watch Lucky Numbers easily a second time. And he hated them. <laughs> and, I, and I gave it a bad rating. I gave it a bad rating. And I had a, I struggled to watch this movie the second time. At least time. I don't I feel like that movie's it. wasting my time. Like, like I started skipping through does. scenes the second time I, I watched like this movie. I feel like if I have to make decisions in my own head to make the plot holes fit... It's not a full right, movie. You gotta fill a lot of, and you really like, do. Like that's switch. fair. Two and people they could take watch this movie and come up with two different things because they would have to fill in their own. So so I much will finish that with this. You get a different thing. I yeah. think this movie has a good option for watchability as a drinking movie. <laughs> now you drink. drink hear him out. Hear him out. I'm interested. You have to finish. <laughs> like it'll either be like a shot or finish a beer or whatever you want to do every time Brad Pitt monologues, and you'll be so drunk. 30 minutes in, mm-hmm. you won't have to finish it. Make it's it a great. beer because it you don't want to die. Yeah, but yeah, you'll be you'll be half hour in, you'll be so drunk, you won't watch the rest of it, and that's the best way to watch this movie, hands down. All right, now for some enjoyment with that. beyond the movie at Astro. Oh, good. Uh, Can we get a round of applause for that statement? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, choose our movies for next episode. So, uh, just in case this is the first time listening to our podcast, because it probably is or isn't, I don't know if you want to start at A and add Astro, but we all are going to individually select a movie that we've never seen that begins with the letter of the alphabet that we were on for that episode. Well, for the following episode, which in this case is B. So, does everyone have their B movie prepared? Yes. Yes. Yes? I was going to say boob movie. Does everyone have their Along with our B picks, there is also a bottom of the barrel pick that we do every week. Yeah, we have to actively pull that up, actually, because we have not done that yet. All right. We're going to select our movies. Let's start with Billy Best Boy. So, for my B movie, this is a movie, uh, I, the reason I picked it is because I own it on DVD, I got it as a present, and I've never watched it, <laughs> so. It is called Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, bed Knobs Is it a kid's movie? Uh, it is, it's a I'll just show you the cover. Because it is partially animated and partially live action yes, I've seen this. Oh, in cool. in a sort of Peter Pan. Uh, if I remember correctly, this movie is very much like a Chitty Chitty Bang Chitty, Bang. It is. It is. It is almost like you would think that you're watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, except they're on a flying bed. Oh, that <laughs> sounds like fun. All right. Man, uh, wow, we got a bunch of. I hope you guys pick good movies. All right, 
David Gravy, what is your B movie? Um, I struggled with B. I didn't see a whole lot there, and I watched a lot of movies, so I picked something from the 90s. Um, I picked Baby Boy, starring Tyrese. I don't know anything about this. I've never seen this movie. Um, Basically, the story is like him and his mother live together, and he has an abusive... Well, she has an abusive boyfriend. Okay. And it's a coming-of-age story for him. I mean, it's so, honestly, so far, it sounds like the best movie on this list. So. <laughs> it's probably not. All oh. right, uh, Ryan Ryder, would you uh, like to give us your B? Yeah, for a B movie. So I, got, I guess I think I was confused about the criteria because I picked a B movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I picked B movie. The B movie. I picked B movie starring Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, awesome. Oh. Um, a movie I've... Oh, oh. <laughs> I've talked, a movie I've talked uh, a lot of shit on, but I've actually never seen. So, I've never seen that either. Uh, I feel like it's probably time. If I'm going to subject myself to watching that movie, it, this seems like the perfect one. You want to force three other people to have Hell it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All well, right. Only two of you haven't seen it before. So. And uh, last but not least, I, I guess I'll give you my movie. It's called Boiler Room. I think I have seen oh, it. Is that the... I, again, felt like the only person here would be you who might have seen it. I think Vin Diesel's in it. I know almost nothing okay. about this movie. I might have seen this. Sounds really <clears throat> Sounds super fun. Wow, we've got some winners on this list, that's for sure. So just to go over the list from top to bottom. Oh, actually, we didn't go over our... Uh, oh, right. The, we need a bargain bin. Can we get a bargain bin, please? Oh, so our bargain bin movie that we picked was Blood Rain 2006. 2006, Uwe Boll's Blood Rain, starring, uh, I want to say, actually, I'm not going to get this wrong. I'm just going to look it up and stall as long as I can until I can scroll down the page far enough to see who the leading actress (coughs) is. Yeah, it's a pretty good cast. Which is, that can't be right. Kristana Loken? I'm sorry? Plays Blood Rain in that movie? Sure. Michael Madsen also in it. Oh. Ben Kingsley, Michelle oh. Rodriguez. Ben Kingsley, Kingsley is definitely <laughs> the wild card in that <laughs> list. Uh, it has a four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's why it's our bargain bin movie. Although it's in good company here, it seems like. <laughs> uh, so uh, this will be a fun week. Yeah. All right. Feels so like we are going to leave you with the sound of a spinning wheel. See you next week.